Welcome to the Dance to Oneness podcast. My name is Amy Shine, and I'm inviting you to discover and explore the many different paths to more possibilities. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Dance to Oneness podcast. This is episode 19. And this week, I have Sylvia Piantes, who is an access consciousness facilitator. She's also a right voice for you facilitator, a joy business facilitator. And um, she creates a lot with um, access consciousness and the Lugar project going on in Costa Rica. Um, and this week, Sylvia is going to be talking to us about um, Right Voice for You. And the title of the show is Time to Unhide You. So welcome, Sylvia. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy. And I, I love it. I, it. Anytime I'm introduced, it's always a reminder of different things I've chosen that either I didn't think I could or just acknowledging like, wow, there's so many possibilities really in the world for us to contribute. And I'm also a being you facilitator, you know, so the choice to actually be a facilitator of multiple bodies of work within Access has been a joy and really a contribution in both directions. So I love this title. And yeah, thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah, I knew you had more titles, but I couldn't remember them. All. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to go with the ones I know. I forgot about being you. I'm no, like, that's right. I, I think she's conscious, more conscious writer as well. Like, so, um, like you said, multiple titles. And um, I love that you did mention like all these special like topics. That, like, so they're they're all like specialty bodies of work within Access. So, you have conscious horse, conscious writer, joy, a business, being you, changing the world, being you classes, and then you have right voice for you, which we're talking about today. And they're all a different way of like of receiving the access consciousness tools. Um, and I think sometimes um, people don't really get, like they don't really understand like what's these, what are these classes? Why would I take them kind of thing? Um, and Right Voice for You is definitely one that people have a stereotype like, oh, that's for singers. I don't sing, so why would I take that class? So right off the bat, like how do you even deal with that? Like misconception in the world about Right Voice for You. Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, the reason I brought up all these, um, you know, specialty programs that I can facilitate is because that is part of my voice. That is like that, that once I was willing to acknowledge that the level of energy, and I say I'm still discovering, but the level of energy and joy that I have of adding a lot in my life, that's part of my voice, you know, and I may facilitate, you know, I, I, I would say that Right Voice for You is probably the most demanded of all the classes that I facilitate. But this is, it's like the voice that we be in the world has, it presents itself in so many different ways. And I think when people narrow it to, it's just my voice and singing, because oftentimes people think that their voice is that sound that comes out of their mouth. And it's so much more. It's really your presence, your presence that you are in the world. And so it's some people, you know, you have this incredible podcast, The Dance to Oneness. You know, your voice when you dance is so different maybe than when you cook or something else. But that willingness to unhide that 
way of expressing yourself in the world that just has a whole entire different energy that invites other people to more. So how do you go to, um, to invite people to write voice for you that think it's only about singing? You don't, it's not even about convincing people of what it isn't, but it's getting podcasts out like this um, and letting people know that your voice is so much more than just the sound. That truly, if you were to meet someone, I mean, and it's probably happened to you, like where you meet someone and you haven't even heard them speak, but you already get a sense of their being. That is an energy that goes way beyond um, all the words you can say. And yet there's moments we speak, right? I think um, we were talking about, Amy, the other day about even making a, you know, going up on stage and announcing or welcoming people to a class or making an announcement, inviting people to an event or whatever it may be. It, it's, it's, so, it's such a fascinating thing. Um, I have done classes with no stages, with little stages. And in one, I think I was out in Ecuador facilitating. We didn't have a stage, but I knew there was something about the experience that people needed to have. So the gentleman found like a couple planks of wood, just I'm talking about a few inches off the ground and people stood on them and everything changed for them. So, you know, my curiosity has been, what is it about, somehow just being elevated a little to be seen a little more that brings up all these energies for us. So for me, that joy of playing with the different exercises in Right Voice, I say it's one of my favorite classes because it's so dynamic. We do exercises in front of the classes, we do exercises in pairs, and it just lends itself to so much. And we do play with the access consciousness tools. And for many people, a lot of the access consciousness tools become a lot more, oh, I almost want to use the word real, but it's almost like they embody them where they have a sense what it is in a very different way to have your barriers down. They have a, a very different sense of when they're flowing energy, because we talk about the energy that we flow as we speak, as we engage with people, that can make such a difference in people actually listening or you actually being able to get what you like out of the situation. So, um, you know, uh, I guess I would just start with that, like people to really explore. It's like, where are you not having your voice? And it might be in conversations with family, with your kids, and it might be also a lot with the conversation you're having with yourself, which is often overlooked. And you know, Sylvia, I just wanted to bring up there too as well, like you might think you're fine. Like you might, like I would think I'm totally okay talking to people. I don't have an issue talking to people. I facilitate my own classes. You know, I facilitate to groups of people. But then it's so interesting how you brought up like how if you bring in like a little bit of a stage or a microphone and you elevate someone just a small bit or, or give them a microphone, what that changes in like in in what it brings up for you and I didn't even realize how much I had still had like because I've taken this class with you before right voice for you and it was mind-blowing like and it, it, it's such a class in like I say to people like it's really a class that like pulls down all your walls and barriers it's like it was like a class for me that was like the most one of the most vulnerable classes I've ever taken and um, because it's like that energy of like getting on in front of a group of people you being at the top of the room and you being like a small bit elevated and then receiving like all the energy in the room you know whether it's judgment good or bad 
you know, whether it's people going, oh my God, I love her. Oh my God, I hate her. You know, like all that energy in the room and then being aware of everybody's heads and everything kind of coming towards you. And then it's like, okay, I noticed how you have such ease with it. You get up and you you pull energy and you like people like, like you just have this flow with it. And I was like, I'll have that. I would like that ease. Cause it's like, to get up and to like, I actually at the choice of possibilities when I got up on the stage and you know, I was, uh, I wasn't actually, I hadn't prepared myself that I was going to make an announcement. I'd actually kind of forgotten about it. And then I got up there and I was like, oh shit, like I have to make an announcement. What am I even supposed to say here? And um, Julia was right next to me and she's, Julia Sotis is the right voice for you coach as well. And she's got so much ease with it as well. And I was like, okay, I'm asking to have that ease. So, like, what, like, do you get up on stages? Do you still, like, have stuff that comes up? Or does it just look like it's ease for you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people often say fake it till you make it. Um, But um, one of the things, you know, we haven't had um, live classes in Access for a long time, and we're starting to, right? And I noticed the last time I was up, it was in a class in Houston. There was this, there's an, an energy that shows up when you have hundreds of people online. So you got a camera in front of you. You got people in the room. And like you said, so Right Voice for You has a lot to do about inviting you to receive with no point of view and use the information or the energy that shows up to your advantage. And oftentimes what we've been taught to do is that when there's an intensity that shows up, you resist, you fight, you block. And so that level of vulnerability to just bring your barriers down and receive and keep going. One of the one of the things that really assists many people, including myself, is to have fun, like to really just enjoy willing to laugh at yourself. I think the one moment when I realized, oh, something has changed. I was in a big, big live class in Brazil last year with close to a thousand people live over, you know, maybe over 2000 online. And as I went up to the stage, the very first day, my heel got caught in the rug a bit. So I did this trip, almost fall, catched my, caught myself and then was already on stage, grabbed the mic. And, I'm, and I remember, I mean, it happened so quickly, but it was like, well, that's one way to get up on the stage. And there's many other possibilities. And then I just rolled with it. But So in just that example, a big part of it is having allowance for yourself and not judging yourself. Mm. And recently we've been talking a lot about, you know, we've talked about the image that we think we need to have, right? Out in the world or or portray, and you can also call it as your personality. So if you have a personality or an image of you have it all together, you've always done it perfect, you know, you've never messed up or like that's been the big part. It's going to be challenging to not get it right. And to stumble on a stage, you almost want to cry and run away. And yet, when you can laugh about you, it has so much ease. Like, just the willingness to laugh. And how much does that then relax everybody watching? I mean, one of my greatest gifts, when I first met Dr. Dane in person, you know, if you if anybody's met Dr. Dane or seen him on a video, I mean, he's willing to be all of him, bounce around in 10 million different places, laugh, tell jokes, you know, and he acknowledges. And I remember hearing him say, yep, this is, you know, autism, ADHD, and a bunch of other labels rolled into one. And I thought, wow, because there was no judgment in his world. And in for me, in the audience, first time seeing him, I was relieved. 
And I remember going to him at a break going, thank you so much. I didn't know that was possible or that it was okay. Because I had been working so hard to get it perfect, correct, and right. You know, reviewing my notes before I spoke or in my head to make sure I didn't miss anything or I got it right or that I didn't look stupid because I was trying to hide that I thought I was stupid. And, you know, so that willingness to be all of that. So Right Voice for you, the way I see it, it's such a gift to invite people to be all of them and to truly unhide their brilliance that's covered up with the judgments of what they think they're not or what they think they are. And also, like, um, I was just looking at the other night, I actually went to my friend's, um, it was a friend's party. And I even noticed there, like, how, like, different energies come up, like, when I'm talking to people, you know? So it's like, like, there's so much to this with Right Voice for You. It's like, not just getting up on a stage, making an announcement, um, or speaking to a group of people. It could be even, like, how you are in social situations, you know how we kind of like we get around people and then we get awkward and we change or, you know, like my thing would be to over talk. <laughs> <laughs> and is that part of the personality? Is that how people know you? Um, you know, I spent a weekend here with family and um, one of the things I got to see as well is like, you know, just ongoing throughout the day and engagements. I was asking, wow, am I actually functioning right now as my personality or is that reality I'd like to create? And it was so fascinating, the small little things that would trigger me that I would either take personal or that I would notice, like you said, where you adjust yourself. And it's like, oh, wow. So the willingness to play with these tools are also the willingness not to judge you. Like if you don't judge you in all this, you can actually see what you're being and doing, not from the wrongness of it, just going, that will give you a certain, you could say, result or you know, a level of engagement, not right or wrong, but if you're looking to actually reach more people, where I, my sense is that more people can now perceive and desire someone who's truly, as we call authentic, but just there, this invitation of being that um, I think is desired by many and few know how to be that or have that. And for me, all the bodies of work of access being you conscious horse conscious writer you know right recovery for you all the specialties are a way to invite people to the tools in one direction that invites them so for the people looking to have more of their voice whether it's to write a book and it may be singing or it may just simply having the ease to go out in large groups very few people have that ease because they are so aware of everything going on and they don't know what to do with that amount of energy that's coming at them. Wow, and that's that piece, like when you do go to the party or to family or whatever, there's a group of people and there's a lot of energy coming at you, how do you deal with that? And that's where the coping mechanisms come in, right? We go to over talk, under talk, drink, separate, isolate, overeat, you know, smoke, whatever. Those, yes, and how many people are actually asking to create more in their life? You know, there's people that desire to do a podcast and still don't have it. There's people that desire to get a book out or create their own course or or maybe even a new website where there's an energy that presents itself with that project, that idea, that possibility that may be intense. And so what do people tend to do in the face of intensity? We've been taught, hide, 
you know, withdraw, run away, whatever it is for you, not wrong or right. But it's like when you have the tools to ask more questions, what is this? What am I avoiding? Yeah. And yeah. will actually contribute to creating what I'd like to create in the world? And that's the other fun question. Like with Right Voice for You, it's like, what would you like to create out in the world? Like what, what would your voice invite different out in the world? Because that's the gift, you know, Amy, you and I both facilitate foundation. And yet the gift of that course and those tools out in the world is incredible. Now, if Amy and I were to go into comparing ourselves to each other, that would be a misfortune because less of these tools would be out in the world. If one of us would say, oh, well, she does it better than I do. Maybe I shouldn't do it or whatever it is. That takes away from what's possible in the world. So this part of unhiding you is that gift of you, of you that is so different than anyone else. And when you have that, there is an energy of being unstoppable. You get to be you and know that there's no one else like you to deliver and contribute how and what you contribute. So for me, I would love everybody to have these tools and have that ease in being them. You know, whether whatever situation you're in, whether you're speaking or not, but to know that your presence is a gift, that you're a gift. Yeah, and you actually asked me that question in the Right Voice for You class, like, what do you want to create in the world, Amy? You know, and um, and I and I brought it up, and I like I like I kind of like brought up the energies, but it was interesting because that class actually what it did for me was actually almost like highlight all the things I was using to stop me. So I was clear on what I wanted to create in the world. That was never, that was never, an, I was never not clear on what I wanted to create in the world. Like I've always had the energy of what I wanted to create since I've been like 21. And like, but like all the things I was using to stop me, to hide me, to limit me. Um, and even all like um, where I would give myself up. And that was a massive thing that class right voice for you the first time I took over you really showed me all the things all the ways I would give myself up and and not like not honor me and not make me like have me at the bottom of the list and I think that's a massive part of us not showing up in the world right we we put ourselves last you know and, and, yeah. and how many people actually believe that if you put yourself last you'll give everybody a chance to move forward you know, um, you know, I come from a family of five girls and and I even noticed this recently. Um, I was at a Conscious Horse Conscious Rider training in Houston at the Lazy Double D Ranch. And there was this exercise of, you know, where people are asked like, oh, who would like to? And before the sentence is even done, I'm that, you know, that person that's like, yes. And yes to what? You know, so I'm such a yes out in the world. But oftentimes growing up with four sisters, it was like, I felt or I would hear things, but since I was always so willing to do anything and everything that I remember being a kid counting in my head to five or 10 sometimes to give people the space to say yes, or for them to get over that uncomfortable, to take have that courage to then move forward. And it was a challenge for me because there was all this energy ready to go. And yet it's like, oh, no, the right thing to do was to give my sisters a chance. Count two, three, four, five. And then, okay, they had their chance. Yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll go. <laughs> but that, you know, I have used that so much in my life to, well, finally, it's like, 
um, no, I'm actually going to say yes to everything I'd like to say yes. And I get the universe is listening because there's a lot that I choose to add to my life. You know, this week, last weekend, or when we had the courses, I flew into, you know, Florida for two or three days and then, you know, left to Houston to then join a, something else. And it was funny, someone, I don't know if it was you, Amy, it's like, um, Sylvia, being two places at once, I think you're kind of already doing that. But that's, that's the energy that I be. And that's what's fun for me. Right. And to make the impossible possible is a joy for me. But so what is that spark? Like you said, Amy, you know, you have always known what it was and what started to surface is everywhere you weren't allowing yourself or what you were using. That space, if we were to allow that space to show up and be with it again, not from the wrongness, it's like sinking into it, leaning into it and going, wow, OK, then you have a choice. It's like it's going to come up again. You've been using it all your life, maybe other lifetimes, who knows. But to, to have it be the one thing that would slow you down or stop you. So it's going to come up. And what are you going to choose? That's it. You'll have another choice. Yeah, I'm sure this isn't the first lifetime we've slowed ourselves down. <laughs> 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 and the gift too I mean I noticed the chatter in my head way more and the other day it and it, I don't I think I'm, I don't know where I was but it wasn't a big thing like I was with a couple friends and there was a moment simple little things like oh I'm thirsty but you know noticing where it's like I don't want to interrupt to get up to get the water I was like that's ridiculous I got up and got the water or you know it's those moments that you see those silly things that you do it's like you know, whatever it is where you stop and you don't ask or you don't move or you don't, you know, many people even do it with the bathrooms. Like, I got to go to the bathroom, but I'll yeah. wait. And you force yourself to wait. And you're like, oh, my gosh, body, I'm so sorry. So, you know, whether it's asking for a raise, whether it's having that uncomfortable conversation with your partner, um, you know, you'll begin to notice those places. And you're not wrong for whatever you choose. Just know that there's moments after moment after moment that you have a choice. Yeah. And so how to have ease with the choice, without the judgment, with the uncomfortability, perhaps, in creating more ease. And if we didn't, like, stop us, you know, if we didn't slow ourselves down, like, if we were actually going the speed, like, our natural speed, like, can you imagine what we'd all be creating in the world? Yes. And that willingness to... You know, whether it's that exuberance and that joy and that laughter or the movement, you know, when Amy, when you dance the way you dance, it's such a beautiful invitation and yet very intense for some people, you know, either the judgment that they can't or that's too much. But that speed, that too much that we've been judged for, that we've been hiding, it's like, wow, what would it be like to unhide that of you? And wow. just have Can you do that again, that last piece. What would it take to unhide that of you? And maybe <sighs> I said more. But yes, yeah, right? Your body almost goes, ah, oh, thank <sighs> you. Yeah. I know, because like how much of that like frustration and anger and anxiety and all that stuff is actually you slowing yourself down. <sighs> Yep. People, how do you have more ease? Be more of you. Yeah. How do you generate more money? Be more of you. How do you have way more fun? <laughs> Be more of you. And what is being more of you? Because that's also the adventure of going, wow, it's being more of me what I thought I should be 
you know, that image I've portrayed. And this is where, you know, with the tools you begin to discover, it's like, oh, there is this space and lightness of me when I'm being me. And the willingness to know that you can be any energy. And that's what's fun too. And right voice for you, you get to play with being all sorts of different energies, you know, and you begin to go, oh no, I've resisted that one. Or I think this one's better. Um, so that's a gift too. And, and what I hear from people who take this class all over the world is really that I have more a sense of being anything. Me, You know, there's one gentleman who came to the class in Mexico City and he was super quiet. I thought, oh, I don't know if this is contributing. Like I wondered, because he wasn't even making any facial expressions. And by the end of three days, uh, we do this also this walking exercise um, in some classes that shows up to do and he wouldn't stop it. He was enjoying the walk and the, you know, the whole being seen and just enjoying his body. And then uh, I think of maybe a week or two later, we had this Zoom we did to hear about like what was different. And he goes, oh, I've been saying no to a lot of things now. <laughs> I thought, wow, the freedom to say no. But he's like, no, with no charge at all. But the willingness to honor him and what works, you know, in the moment he can contribute, great. But if it's not the moment, he's willing and he has the courage to say no to honor him. And I thought, wow, that's beautiful. And yeah. very attractive, I gotta say, because he became a different man. It really is when someone like receives, you know, actually has joy with their body and is willing to like walk through the world, like embodying, like it's so attractive. It's not about how, what size they are, or, you know, the, like how they look, it's the energy they, they like ooze out of them, you know? Yes. Yes. And one place for people to play with, I mean, you know, if you're able to go somewhere where people dance, you get to see it, the people that are really dancing out of the joy of it. And the people that are doing it, you know, because they learn some steps or they, they still have this hesitation to it, but also watching TED Talks, like you begin to hear people do TED Talks and you get different energies. You know, you're like some totally invite you and you're engaged, right? Like, wow. And other people's like, OK, I'm just going to switch it. But it's like, ask yourself, what are they being that makes it so inviting to continue to listen to them? And that in right voice are some of the tools that we start to share where it's not what you think. It's not about pushing your voice out. It's not about being louder. It's, you know, different energy flows can work with different audiences and different people, but to have them all available is such a gift. I love it. And I mean, if you wanna like um, have more tools around energy flows and energy pulls, we talk a lot in Access about energy pulls and in the foundation class, right voice for you, class is all about energy pulls and flows. <laughs> yes. So I invite you guys, you know, we're going to have this, in, this class, this three-day class out in Delray Beach out yes. in Florida. I'm happy to return again to that beautiful area. And I invite you to ask like, wow, is there a place in my life I'm hiding myself? And if I could have my voice contribute to anything in the world, what would that be? And if I choose this class, what will my life be like in five and 10 years? Because it's, you'll come in with one thing and so much more may show up because it's usually not the thing that you think it is. <laughs> and that's part of the joy and the adventure that I find. 
Yeah, I definitely was like, oh, I'll just take my voice for you. I'll probably like, I don't even need this class, but I'll take it. You know, like I've been doing access so long. Da, 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 da. I've done all the classes. And then I'm like <laughs> crying on the first day and crying for most of the, like crying for months later. Not crying like, you know, sad crying, but just like vulnerable, uh, all the layers coming off me. So I was very surprised by Rye Voice for you. It was not what I thought it was going to be. So I'm excited to explore it again with you, Sylvia. And, um, and you know, if I can just add real quick, you saying that my very first Right for you, Right Voice for You class, I never considered taking the class, but someone asked me to go translate. <laughs> so I went all the way to London to translate. And next thing you know, I was on stage. And as questions were being asked, different things showed up. And there was a lady in the audience that I had already known for close to five years. And she came up to me, she goes, Sylvia, it's almost as I as I've never like I've never known you, and I'm just getting to know you now. And I thought, wow, something had gotten exposed or something different that allowed her to have a sense, more of a sense of me, more connected. And and I thought, okay, that whatever that energy is, I'm willing to be more of me so people have a sense of who I am, not from what I think I should be. And that's what Right Voice for You opened up for me. Um, all the brilliance as well as all the areas that you think might be the stinkiest and the ugliest, you know, not like you have to air your dirty laundry, but when you're willing to just be you in that space, it invites people to, to actually get to see you in a different way. And it invites them to also have more of them. So many gifts, and that's one of them of Right Voice for You. I love that, Sylvia. That's so beautiful. Like it allows people to know you. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so if anybody's interested, I'll post the link later today um, when we have it, but it's May the 15th through to the 17th. So it's three days, Sylvia, right? Yes, three days. Three full days. We have a nice break during lunch. Um, yeah. And it allows you to sink in and you know, I love the three days and I love the lunch breaks because I give exercises. And, you know, for those of you that know, I also taught elementary school. So I always joke around. It's like, I love giving homework. <laughs> but it, it allows the three days, allows you to practice the tools out in the world because that's where you're going to use them. So, yeah, three full days. We start about 930, finish about 530. We start at 930 and finish close to 530, um, give and take. But, uh Yeah. Yeah, you did, um, and we'll finish now, but you did a judgment exercise in that class with us that I, I use in my classes now. So it's amazing, yeah. like, taking these classes even makes you a better facilitator in your own classes. That definitely. I know that at one point, Gary Douglas, the founder and creator of Right Voice for You, he actually said that every facilitator needed this class. You know, when you're willing to be more of you in that space, in all your classes and add the tools and exercises if it if it creates and contributes but really who you become and what you invite different having these tools is a huge gift to you know to your business to your relationships you with your body yeah so so much so that judgment exercise is a gift it is you know we walk around judging not realizing what we're picking up from people and what we are being in that in the world that creates more of the solidity and the heaviness on the planet. So for me, what, you know, I desire a planet that has no judgment and it starts with you not judging you and right voice for you in a fun, dynamic way invites you to that. I love that. Thank you so much, Sylvia. 
Thanks so much for being here. Um, and we'll be back again next week. And if anyone's looking for Sylvia, it's um, www.sylviapiontes.weebly.com. And her website is in the bio above. Um, and you can find... And I'm going to actually give you a new one. And it's we're, we're making some changes. But the new one is Meet Sylvia, Sylvia with the Y, Puentes. Although I do like how you say it, Amy, Puentes. <laughs> but yes, so meetsylviapuentes.com. Uh, you can try that one. And we're making changes. You'll see things in Spanish and in English since I facilitate in both languages. Yeah. But also on the Access website, Instagram, YouTube, um, lots of fun places to catch some some fun videos. Yeah. Does Right Voice for You have a Facebook group and a YouTube channel? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Yes, so actually, if you're interested, go to YouTube and look up Right Voice for You. There was an amazing video with Gary. It's had like a million views or something where he um, he just did a little bit of an exercise with a girl and her voice totally changed. Um, so there's a lot of cool videos for Right Voice for You on YouTube. Yes. Check yeah. them out. Thank okay, you, Amy. Thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you here in Florida in, a, in, in May, not, not that far away. So no. thanks. Everyone. I look forward to it, everyone. Bye. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Dance to Oneness podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to know more about what I have to offer, you can find me at www.amyshine.net.